0: Welcome to Age Lust, the podcast where we explore the notions and experiences around lustful aging. I'm your host, Jessica. I'm a board-certified family nurse practitioner who's been in the wellness space for close to 20 years. I'm also a certified menopause provider with the North American Menopause Society, and I'm a coach focused on quality of life issues like sex, hormones, and mind expansion as medicine. Word of warning, I have what some might call a potty mouth, so this podcast is for grown folks, and I advise you to act accordingly. Today's episode is all about my reflections on the Adult Novelty Manufacturers Expo that happened in beautiful Burbank, California this past week. I'm still pretty worn out from this quick trip. And the time change was a little uh, harder for me than I expected, but I'm very dedicated. Who else do you know that would fly across country to look at dildos? So I wanna share with you my thoughts. The first thing is that unlike Sex Expo, which is a consumer experience that anyone can go to, I think they happen on the East Coast and the West Coast. I've been to the one in Brooklyn. AME is a lot tamer than you might expect it's serious business comparing motors lubricant new features packaging and price point so before you get excited let me tell you i did not walk out with a whole bunch of toys and tools booze are not handing out dildos as you walk in the door i wish that they were but they're not you do get to hold them you learn about them you can ask questions and you can also let merchandisers know what the consumer is interested in like menopause and menopause is not in the forefront <laughs> it's not like there's this mold of a dry vulva with a milf on the cover next to the latest OnlyFans ingenue penis sleeve Although, like, technically, all of the sleeves are dry and need lubricant. Anyway, (laughs) um, here are my thoughts. The first thing is that the aesthetic vibe of 2023 is a mix of Barbie and Kim K. The second thing is that everyone has a sucker. And the third thing is that there are a lot more women over 40 running booths and creating products. Yet, I still heard the term aging vagina. So let's start with the look of 2023 sex toys. It's a lot of Barbie, like pink, like peppy, 80s pop colors, bubble letter adjacent feeling a lot of um I don't know it's just like giving Barbie um we saw a pretty cool handheld unicorn you know it had little legs and the whole body would vibrate and the tongue did something special and it reminded me of those squishy toys that you can get at a comic shop if you know what those look like uh, If you put it on your nightstand, you wouldn't really know what it was. It would just look like a cute little pastel toy. But even some of the more traditional shapes, when we think of sex toys, like uh, more phallic looking sex toys, those also came in hot pink and sky blue with a hologram finish. There were even some glow in the dark nightlight vibey things. This was countered or complemented by the beige Barbie herself, Kim K, and the Kim K aesthetic. Have you seen the earth tones that Kim Kardashian uses in her home? So for me, what comes up is like first comes that ass, and then came the ass toys. So... When the rest of the world looks to Kim K as a style icon, why wouldn't sex toys do the same? So one company, like, cause I'm not, this is not like me. I don't hate it is what I'm trying to say. One company Tantus, I think that's how you say it. T-A-N-T-U-S. I'll have a link in the description has these extra large butt plugs and they're all muted colors, like brown, and black, and a deep red. And they have these matte finishes. They actually were really beautiful. And they really caught my eye. Because you, you would walk in toward that booth and just see these huge, I mean, they are huge, these really big objects. Um... I don't know they were just so beautiful anyway it, they almost looked as if they were sculptures and like a ceramic piece of art. But this particular art that they're making is of course, silicone, and the size is like the size of a newborn's head, so for me, they would have to be artfully displayed in my foyer or my fireplace mantle, neither of which I have, right? and not placed in any orifice. Um, three people have already come out of me and nothing that big would be getting back in. But they were really, really beautiful. Overall, I noticed that the packaging and colors of these new lines for several of the manufacturers were using these earth tones and primary colors and pastels and speaking to a more gender neutral audience let's talk about the rose bowl parade because i think that's appropriate in california right have you heard about the rose it's a clit sucker air pulse vibe and it seems to be all the rage the world and by world i mean men have quote unquote discovered that people with clits mostly come with clit stem, not penetration. So every manufacturer at the expo had some version of a clit sucker and then they would branch out to make liquors, flickers, and even rimmers. And these clit suckers usually come in the shape of a rose. Sometimes come in the shape of lipstick, sometimes like a bullet type shape so that you can hide it or carry it or whatever you need to do. They come in various colors, even glow in the dark and a couple different price points. So if you're looking for a toy that simulates oral sex, there are a ton of them. And I think that the Vibe Maven may have counted something like 83 new suckers on the market. But I'll link to her Instagram as well so you can check that out. As a newbie attending the Sausage Factory business-to-business trade show, I gotta tell you that I came prejudging, expecting a floor of the expo. To be full of less than savory or disrespectful or even sleazy men? Well, there were a few unprofessional idiots there. There were no more than you would meet at any professional convention, conference, or expo. I have to say that the balance of men and women was pretty unexpected. Um, On a side note, though, even more glaring than the gender balance because a lot of the pleasure products are put out for women. So you would expect or hope that there would be a lot more women than men or equal. And the side note is that there appeared to be a tremendous lack of racial and ethnic diversity. But I'm going to say that for another episode because the same can be said in a lot of industries. Here, there were not only women working. A lot of the women that were working the booths and running the booths were over 40. I came to the event as a guest of the pleasure parlor. And when speaking to all of the sex toy industry professionals that I met, I focused on what was out there for older folks and specifically those of us in perimenopause. When I would ask what the vendor and sex health product manufacturers would recommend for us, they would point to stimulating lubes or external toys. One company had silicone dilators prominently displayed, which is good because some people need those. There were a few standout moments. I was impressed by a sex toy engineer that I met, Tao Lou Brinberg. Uh, she's one of the founders of New Sensuel. I think that's I'm um, saying it properly. New Sensuel. Of course, I met, um, I met up with Oh My Bod and met the founder and CEO, Suki Dunham, and we discussed the thoughtfulness around the Rev silicone vibrating finger ring, which is the one that I talked about in the last episode, so you can check that out there. But as I moved through the rooms and the spaces, when I mentioned my specialty of menopause to other people in other booths, I wasn't so surprised to be met with little to no knowledge except for a few of the women who said, I'm going through it. Um, One actually who didn't say that they were going through it. They were maybe questioning where they were in the process, but They specifically referred to or associated menopause with aging vaginas, which we know is not altogether true. I left the expo with the understanding that while these companies know that menopause is a big market. Because there's going to be one billion menopausal folks in 2025 so it'll be people who are approaching it moving through it right 2025 that's two years from now one billion people the majority of the product manufacturers employees who I encountered had virtually no education in regards to what we need what we want and how to speak to the market from an informed place Again, it's not so surprising because most of the world doesn't know how to talk about menopause. In some ways, the experience felt like our pleasure is still from the perspective of the male gaze. And like that guy, that guy's stuck in a 1986 Porky's movie. However, I gotta tell you, the innovation is inspiring. It's a funny thing to be a person that walks into a space that's all about youth and energy and getting off and you boldly proclaim that you are focused on menopause and you're an expert on menopause. And one thing that makes you an expert, besides all the letters, is that you're moving through that experience yourself. But we need more of that more of taking up space with our hot flashes and night sweats and expressing our rage and having space to move through it. Not to mention our changing relationship to our sexual selves. We as aging folks are not to be put into a drawer and ignored until there's so much discomfort and pain that we finally speak up. And when we are In industries that are supposed to help and heal it's really that difference between being competent at what you do and being proficient or an expert it takes me back to my days as a bedside nurse and my biggest pet peeve was when nurses would call their older patients dear I just want to scream, learn their fucking name. They're like 10, 20 years older than you. Just learn their name. Show a little respect. Show a little care. Show that you are a proficient professional. I learned a ton from these professionals in the business of their sexual pleasure, desire, and product innovation. So I'm talking about not at the bedside. I'm talking about at the expo. I watched expertise in terms of sales and knowing what their stuff does. The closest I got to them knowing about the menopause journey was that one company exec said that they associated the word anxiety with menopause he went on to talk about how menopausal people can get anxious, that menopause can cause anxiety. But I think that maybe some of that anxiety was related to their own relationship to menopause and not knowing what to say or what to do. And maybe his company not knowing what we need. Have faith, friends, because I have made it my mission in 2023 to work with sexual wellness product manufacturers and retailers. So they are well educated and equipped to serve peri and postmenopausal individuals. So here's my kind of shout out, my call out. If you are a retailer or manufacturer listening to this podcast, Agelust B2B launches in March. And if you are a consumer, talk to me, let me know what you need, what you want. And everyone can email me at hello at agelust.co. So that's not .com, it's dot. CO for information. The other thing is that like I can't can't help but dream a little bit because wouldn't it be cool if I created some perry specific pleasure tool in the future? Let's see. Until then there are lots of choices out there. Just get something and start to play with it. Anyway, thank you so much. For now, um, if you want to check out some of the things that I saw, you can find them on Instagram, on my IG at at agelust.co. You can also check the description for a link to some of the products and manufacturers that I talked about today. that's it for tonight thanks for listening if you vibed with this episode please share it post about it on social media leave 5 star rating review it all those things if you have a topic idea or questions you can leave me a voice message and that link will be in the description as well it's anchor.fm forward slash age lust or DM me at agelust.co